Know what it takes for you to be an influencer in your industry? A million followers? A million dollars? Hear stories from real-life influencers to discover what it truly takes to be an influencer. This is Influence That Innovates. Welcome to Influence That Innovates, where we break down what it means to be an influencer. I'm Andrew Gabbard, and my goal is to inspire innovation by sharing stories of influencers and reminding you that everyone has influence. The question is, what will you do with it? So I'm on the phone with this week's influencer, Will Mitchell. And Will is the founder of Renovate Simply, uh, a company that simplifies the process of home renovation by helping you budget and find contractors for the work. Now, I do need to say real quick that the views and opinions expressed by this week's influencer do not represent those of this show or Joyco. Uh, so thank you, Will, for coming on the show. Thanks, Andrew. Happy to be Welcome. here. Um, so why don't you first start off by telling us about Renovate Simply and what you're doing there. Yeah, Renovate Simply is a company that's really trying to just make home renovation simpler. You know, through years in the construction industry, I found just the process of getting an estimate for a project and finding a good contractor to be cumbersome. And the current services out there really kind of, you know, create a contentious environment for both the homeowner and the contractor. And we're really trying to change that here at Renovate Simply. Great. Um, so where are you guys in the process? Where's your company um, in the whole process from starting up to uh, just really taking off? So we launched in Austin about a month ago. Uh, we had gone through a number of iterations, trying different things, trying to really understand what our target market wanted, what our product market fit was. So. About a month ago, we launched an iOS application that allows for a user to generate a renovation estimate within, you know, 30 to 90 seconds. You know, we guide you through the questions, and depending on your answers, we give you information and hope that by the end you've got an accurate estimate for what your home renovation will cost. And we really think that this solves the customer's need and curiosity for you know, an understanding of what their project will cost, but on the other end, helps the contractor avoid meeting with homeowners that, you know, simply are looking for a budget. We've really targeted realtors as our primary, you know, distribution channel for this market as the bulk of homeowners do a renovation project within the first three months of buying a home. So a realtor often gets stuck in the middle of trying to, provide an estimate as well as recommend a contractor that uh, often ends up with a time-consuming or frustrating relationship that they want to provide the service to their homeowners, but it's really not in their core competency. One realtor described this to us like having to go to the dentist. They, uh, they're required to do it, but they absolutely hate it. So our app you know, helps them solve that problem. And, yeah. uh yeah, so we've uh, we're starting to you know get more and more downloads and figure out our marketing message and you know I think uh, we we just hit the you know 250 download mark and you know for one one month really being out there we're pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Uh, so I, I want to jump into this idea of influence. Um, what? Why don't you define for me the term influencer from your perspective? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Influencer is the you know, simply the ability to to make an influence on someone else, and 
you know, you can do that through a lot of different ways, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Influencing through authority, through compassion, through motivation, through, you know, fear, intimidation. So influencers, you know, anybody that has the ability to influence someone else and in a positive or negative way. I think, yeah. you know, the show you probably focus on how it's probably positive, but you can be a negative influence at yeah, the same absolutely. time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I like that you were focusing on um, motivations and emotions uh, to define an influencer. I think too often we tie it to uh, the results or, um, or the tactics used, uh, and, and, but I think it's, it's even deeper than that. Like you said, it, it comes down to why are you trying to impact others and, and how does that, you know, how it manifests itself is going to look different for a lot of people. Um, and then yeah. the impact that you're going to have is going to look different from person to person, but it, it, at the core, it's all about how you're doing it, what your motivation is and what your um, emotions are behind it and, and just kind of the purpose behind it. Yeah, and at, at a small startup like we are, you know, my influence is often trying to convince, you know, great, talented, smart people that it's worth spending time working on this idea and, you know, rich, successful people to that it's worthwhile not only to give them, give me help, but also to give me money. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that portion of influencing or, or motivating is just maybe the most important and difficult job that an entrepreneur faces in trying to, you know, take an idea and turn it into a company. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those challenges. Because obviously asking for money is a, is a big thing, especially when you're asking for an investment. It's not just a, a you know, go buy something at the store, but you're asking for someone to invest in your company and help you get from, uh, you know, zero to 100. And so why don't you talk about some of those challenges and how you overcome them? First of all, you've got to be really comfortable with hearing no a lot. Uh, you know, you'll talk to 100 people and 100 of them will tell you no. So you have to go talk to another hunter. So <laughs> one of the biggest challenges is just getting people – you know, that are interested in front of, getting in front of them, finding time. You know, I, I think the money is actually probably even secondary a lot of the times than just getting the time of some of these people. Mm. So that's, you know, that's the first challenge, just get in front of them on the time. And then, you know, I think the second part is, you know, just making it easy for them to say yes. You know, if it's nothing more than, hey, will you make this intro for me? You know, that's an easy yes. Will you... You know, can you answer this quick question for me? That's an easy yes. And, you know, our advocacy, you know, professor really stressed the importance of getting people saying yes. And then, you you know, slowly build up to asking for bigger and bigger favors. So yeah. it's um, one of the challenges kind of sm- starting small and building a relationship. And I'll, uh, I'm going to screw up the quote, but, it's, you know, it's, it's lines, not dots, right? Don't come in and ask for something every six months, but, you know, build a relationship over time mm-hmm. and, you know, start to generate a, a relationship line with somebody and that makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of sales guys who will go in and they, they jump the gun and they ask for too much too soon before there's any real trust or um, any real commitment. And so people, a lot of times that can scare people away if you – go in talking big and, and asking big, you know, right off the bat. 
So I think taking those small steps can be really important. That's that's what we, we what we try to do, and you know, whether it's it's the money side or even just the time side, uh, you know, the the smaller the step, the easier it is to get somebody walking on the path with you. Mm-hmm. So the next question, you've kind of already answered this, but I want to ask it to you anyway. Um, do you consider yourself an influencer? Yeah, yeah. So John T. Maxwell has a a book called the 360 degree leader and you know it's all about how no matter where you are you have the opportunity to be a you know leader or influencer Mm -hmm. so you know I I use this pretty well in my my last formal you know job in which you, you have the opportunity to lead you know to people that work for you but also lead to people that work with you and even lead to your bosses influence them so I truly believe that anybody in any position has the opportunity to influence, you know, somebody's day or position or career in a positive manner if they mm-hmm. just take advantage of the opportunity and kind of strike while the iron is hot. Right. Yeah, I was I was talking to one guy. We were emailing back and forth about uh, he felt that he was not an influencer, and I was trying to encourage him and say, you know, everybody has influence. It, it just depends on who you're talking to. Everybody is going to have a different amount of influence and a, and a different size audience, but uh, but everybody has influence. So the question shifts from am I an influencer, do I have influence, to will they let me influence them? You know, that it's the issue is not can you impact somebody else. The question is will they allow you to impact them? Yeah, I mean, to that guy, I was walking out of a meeting a couple weeks ago and just turned to the guy walking on the street next to me. Just, you know, nobody may never have an interaction ever again. Just, how are you doing today? He turns to me and he's like, man, it's just the best day of my life. (laughs) And, like, we didn't really talk much more after that and there wasn't much more. But even now telling the story again, it brings a smile to my face. You could see how excited he was just to be there in that moment, in that day, and it made my day better. So I would turn to him and, you know, that guy influenced me. He could have been having an awful day and everything could be terrible, but he made my day better. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the influence uh, that you see through Renovate Simply. What kind of an impact are you wanting your company to have on people? So John C. Bogle wrote a book called um, Enough, I believe. And he's the founder of Fidelity. And Fidelity is, you know, obviously a low-cost brokerage, which really kind of defies a lot of the Wall Street greed, in my opinion. <laughs> These views are just those expressed as mine, not as Joy Taylor <laughs> as a company. But... You know, in the book, he talks about there's really two types of companies, those that extract value from society and those that add value to society. And, you know, we see that some, you know, the competitors in the market are really just trying to extract value from inefficiencies, but not really add value by solving problems. So at Renovate Simply, we're really trying to focus on the problems that, you know, working by referral means that contractors have to go all over the city doing all sorts of different projects, frequently projects that aren't in their core skill set, but since their primary mode of operation is referral, they're forced 
to take these jobs. Also, since they're traveling around the city, you know, they spend more time in traffic, which, according to positive psychology research, is one of the only things that your body really doesn't adapt to. You say stressed because of traffic eternally, <laughs> which is really just a sad thing when you think about it. And if your contractor is showing up stressed and late to, you know, because he's sat in traffic, now, you know, the project's going to take longer. It's not going to be as good of a job. And, you know, frankly, he's just not going to be as happy through it. So through our matching algorithm, you know, with the estimate that our users create, we're able to guarantee that the compatibility with their contractor is going to be higher than if they go through the other platforms out there. You know, so far we've had great success with our homeowners loving our contractors because they have been custom-tailored to the project that they're looking to complete. So really at the end of the day, we're trying to help homeowners, to help contractors, to help realtors, and not try to take advantage of any, you know, inefficiencies or lack of information, information asymmetry, whatever you want to call it, that exists and really put the information and tools out there that allows for everybody to have a, a positive renovation experience. So how are you guys doing with that? Are you guys on track? We are on track uh, thus far. <laughs> you know, there's always more that we want to do. I read a quote yesterday that said, if you're, uh, if you're not embarrassed by your first product, you waited too long to launch. <laughs> and let me tell you, I am embarrassed. <laughs> so I'm confident I didn't wait too, too long. Um, there's a lot of things that we think we can do better. Our initial feedback has been extremely positive from our homeowners, our contractors, our realtors, and to actually in the process today of throwing up some of our testimonials on our website to share that you know positive feedback that we're getting. Yeah. And hopefully soon be able to correct, collect some solid data around, hey, you know, homeowners that work with us get their project done X amount faster and are X amount happier. <laughs> the hope is that, you know, we really do do something that makes it better. And as oh, I was talking about how, you know, the tools that we'd like to have aren't all in place, we really think there's some additional features that we can add really easily that helps homeowners and contractors really have a better better experience. You know, I, I like to use the analogy that this app that we've launched is our, our pond moves. And yeah, we moved the pond two spaces forward, but we're excited to move a bitch up or a rook or something here. Yeah. Soon. So what kinds of things are holding you back, holding the company back, or slowing down the progress of, of having that kind of an impact on, on people? Uh, you know, that comes from a lot of different areas. One is, you know, talent on the team. And, you know, the more talented people we get involved and, uh, you know, guidance. I'm a first-time entrepreneur here, and, you know, we have a couple meetings each week with experienced entrepreneurs that are generous enough to give us their time and experience mm -hmm. to make this project successful. At the same time, you know, I'd be remiss in saying that uh, I didn't need more money. <laughs> <laughs> more money would would help. I think the 
the interesting part that we've come to learn is that, you know, just changing behavior is pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, people are well-established in their ways, and, you know, it took time to get people used to, you know, using an app to contact a, a cab as opposed to sitting on the street and waving down a passerby. Mm-hmm. And we think, you know, it's going to take some time for us to, you know, continue to get our name out there and, you know, have the influence with different press agencies and, you know, other search engine optimization optimi- you know, opportunities that yeah. would, you know, assist in our, uh, you know, recognition as a knowledgeable source in this field. And mm-hmm. um, we're starting small, though, and, you know, I've, I'm excited by the road ahead and the different opportunities that we do have in, in making this, this go. Cool. Yeah, I, was, I was reading over some notes today that I wrote down when I was listening to a guy, and I don't remember who it was, uh, probably a few months ago. And you hear a lot, you know, just it's, it's baby steps. you got to take baby steps. And this guy was saying that, yes, baby steps are valuable, but, but when are you going to take those, those giant leaps? You know, when are you going to jump forward into something new? And, it, and so I think it, it sounds like you guys, just with this company, have leaped forward into, into something really cool. Um, and so there, there are a lot of baby steps involved, and I'm sure there are times when there are uh, some full-size, you know, jumps <laughs> going on with decisions and, and you know, innovation and, and all kinds of stuff. So I think that's... Yeah, no, you, you, you got it. There's moments where you kind of start to see a trend line establishing, and you've just got to gotta jump on that and you know, go with the flow. I think a key part of, you know, being a startup is being willing to change at a moment's notice. And you've got to be careful because you could spend all your time changing if you don't stick with, you know, your message long enough. Mm-hmm. But also in the writing starting to, you know, turn from crayon into ink, you know, realizing it's time to time to make a change. Yeah. And changes can be hard sometimes. Yes, they can. It can be very and, challenging. And some people just can't do it, you know. You try as much to influence as you can, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just can't change people. Yep. So I want to shift gears uh, for the last little bit of this interview. I want to talk about how your mindset uh, has shifted individually with, with being an entrepreneur. I know that a lot of times entrepreneurs are tied very close to their, to their businesses. They're, they're kind of, it's hard to separate them, to pull them apart. A lot of times that's why the company is born because there's this idea that, uh, that, that there's this change, this legacy they want to leave behind. There's, there's this value that they feel they can bring to the world, and so it, it gives birth to this business. So I want to shift uh, gears and talk about you individually what kind of a legacy are you trying to leave with people who interact with you? That's a great question. I just finished a book by uh, Dan Harris called 10% Happier. And he, he talks a lot in you know, the book about you know, being ambitious and wanting to exceed, but also being you know, comfortable with the impermanence of it all and being willing to enjoy, you know, each and every moment, no matter where it is at. And so I think the thing that I try hardest to impress upon is that enjoying the moment that you're at right there 
is important. And there's a whole school of positive psychology that I've become a, a pretty big fan of over the last, you know, few years. And if you're constantly waiting for some future achievement to be happy, you constantly put happiness beyond the goalpost of success. And while, you know, today we're having small successes and small victories, you know, and small failures, <laughs> you know, being able to really enjoy it and just be able to experience the opportunities. And it's a gorgeous day here in Austin and, you know, you can focus on the bad, you can focus on the good. And I think hopefully people that walk away with, you know, better experience from home renovation, but also just a happy happy mood, a positive demeanor, a, a feeling of achievement. Yeah, and I I think that, you know, this show is kind of going for that same thing almost. You're talking about enjoying the moment, and I think what we, um, you know, like I said in the intro here, we, we want people to not only enjoy the life of an influencer, we want them to take advantage of it. We want them to to not waste it. You know, there's a lot of people who uh, don't realize that they are impacting those around them and we want people to understand that you are impacting those around you whether you realize it or not and so we need to take full advantage of that and and have a positive impact on people yeah and so i mean you talked kind of started this off that it was you know inexplicably tied with me and you know founding of the company and you know work and fun and you know frankly for me all of them are kind of inexplicably tied yeah. You know, I, I like to joke, I, you know, I'm always working and I'm always playing. And, you know, that's kind of the way I look at it. Like, you know, having such a great time, you know, learning so much every day, meeting with so many great people that if you really look at everything as, you know, an opportunity to grow and get better and just do something positive. Well, I was going to ask you if you had any advice on influencing, but I think you just answered that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my uh, my advice on influencing. Yeah, I mean, I probably already answered that pretty well at the beginning. It's just uh, the recognition that everybody has an opportunity to do it, and that you know, even just smiling can can make a positive influence on somebody's day. It doesn't take much, and everyone has the opportunity to do it. That might be my my two sentence tagline for influencing. <laughs> and influencer smiles. I like and, that. It, yeah, wonderful. Well, great. Uh, thank you, Will, for talking with me. Thanks, Andrew. It was great to be here. If you guys are interested in learning more about Renovate Simply, uh, they're right now they're in Austin, Texas, but I know they're going to. He's looking to expand uh, in the future. So if you want to uh, jump on board uh, with the company or, or or get more information, you can check out. They do have an iOS app uh, in the Apple Store, or you can go to their website at www.renovatesimply.com. So I hope this has been inspiring for you guys. Uh, Be sure to check in again for more episodes as we continue to explore the theme of influence. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Influence That Innovates, brought to you by Joyco Productions. And don't forget, somebody's always watching. Don't waste it.